God have mercy on us all. Government officials insist that this is an isolated incident. He knew the world would not be the same. To the daily resurgence podcast my name is brian and we're here with another chill relatively chill episode um because we're going to talk about war today <laughs> yeah not chill at all but um you know i'm getting kind of sick of tired of uh talking about vaccines and how the government's screwing us over with lockdowns um you know uh it's getting kind of boring, right? It's getting kind of stale. And I know it's getting kind of stale for you guys. So I thought I'd mix it up a bit and talk about some other things that are happening with a little trinkle of the coronavirus updates. Because, you know, um, the reason I talk about that all the time is simply because it is the greatest threat to our liberty since September 11, 2001. And uh, we are seeing the great confiscation con what, what what am i trying to say the confiscation the confiscation I, can, I can't even come up with the word confiscation confiscation that's the word i was looking for we're seeing the greatest confiscation of our liberty of our lifetimes man that would have sounded cool if i would have just got it out right the first time i said it but here we are uh and uh hey we're gonna get right into it First story I have for you guys today is something I just ran into. And I was like, what the heck is this? Okay, something with the headline of this caliber is something that needs to be talked about. What the heck is this? Japanese official warns U.S. of potential surprise attack on Hawaii from Russia and China to no surprise to anyone. Um, this might be, I you know, I would say, judging by this headline here, because we're going to read into it. I would say that maybe China, I could see China possibly being as bold as to attack us like that. But Russia, no, no. I see them more as uh, probably like cyber warfare, right? Um, hacking into our computers, stealing government data. I see them doing more of that kind of thing. But even so, I don't really see a threat from Russia. I do see a threat from China. But attacking us Pearl Harbor style at Hawaii, I don't know. That sounds kind of big. So we're going to get into the article and we're going to see what this is exactly all about. Russia and China are coordinating military exercises to threaten not only Taiwan, but also Hawaii according to a senior Japanese defense official who warned the United States to beware of a Pearl Harbor-style surprise attack. Quote, We have to show the de deterrence towards China, and not just China, but also the Russians, because as I told you, that they are doing their exercises together, Japanese Deputy Yasuhide Nakayama told the Hudson Institute this week. Taiwan's vulnerability to an invasion from mainland China has become a preoccupation of Indo-Pacific strategists in recent months as Chinese communist forces escalate their military drills around the island. Nakayama, who is unusually frank about the need for democratic nations to ensure Taiwan's survival, 
implied that Russia and China are working as allies, preparing for a major conflict. Quote, I think the Taiwanese are really concerned, he said. And I also, they're focusing on the two big countries collaborating and presenting a lot of threat towards Taiwan. U.S. and Japan warned China not to attack Taiwan. Chinese communist officials regard Taiwan as a renegade province, one that they have claimed since coming to power in 1949, but never governed. Most countries recognize the regime in Beijing as the official Chinese government and do not have formal diplomatic relations with Taiwan, although the U.S. has maintained a friendly relationship and provided weaponry to main, to help Taiwanese authorities deter an invasion from the mainland so yeah so it's kind of a big deal right a pearl harbor style attack on hawaii could it be that they are possibly warning us ahead of time that this is going to happen and this kind of you know this will fade into the next topic we have here but what is going on right what is going on I don't believe that China would do something like this. I, I don't believe that Russia would do something like this. First of all, China, right? We have fantastic trade relations with them. And uh, we are, uh, for a large part, their backbone when it comes to uh, economics, right? So I don't really see China attacking one of their main customers. I, I just don't see it happening. Um, if that were to happen, it would be game over for them. It's it's economic suicide for that country. So unless China's riding on a huge ego where they, they're just like, you know what, this 20 years of economic progress we've had, yeah, I'm just going to throw it out the window. Unless they're doing something like that, then I just don't see this as really happening. Um, but in the whole Russia thing, don't even get me started on Russia. I don't know what the heck is going on with Russia, or I should say more so our obsession with Russia. When I say our, I mean the United States obsession with Russia. We have been trying to paint Russia as a great enemy since the Cold War. And, you know, there was a point in time during the Cold War when we were enemies, frankly. Um, but relations have cool down a bit or they were cooling down a bit until this whole uh narrative about russia 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 started in in the mid 2010s so i don't know i just i feel like this is possibly the united states preparing some sort of false flag operation to point the finger at russia that's what i possibly feel uh, what would we gain from that? I have no idea. What would we gain from a war with China? I don't know. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that they're using war as a way to unify the American people once again, because we, we always do this, right? At a time when Americans are mostly divided, we always turn to war to unite the country. We saw that with the um, Afghan war and the Iraq war. And uh, it worked because we are Neanderthals, <laughs> you know, and apparently um, all it takes is, you know, dropping bombs on a country. All it takes is for us to agree on which country is the bad guy. And that's all it takes for us to really unify. 
these days. So I don't know. This 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 article is interesting. Um, God forbid we get attacked in the next week or month or year um, or ever. Um, I I would find this kind of strange that we got word about this before it happened. But hey, you know it happened with nine eleven, right? We had uh, uh, countless warnings about that. We had Beavis and Butthead flying in uh, you know turbines and planes around the the World Trade Center in 1994. That was in a magazine. So we have things like that. Um, and you know sometimes I wonder if they trickle things out to the public like this to get us mentally prepared so we don't entirely freak out even though i would say throwing two airliners into two buildings is pretty traumatic um, and it surely did a number on us but this kind of leads me into the next portion of the video and this is what you guys came for okay joe biden actually did something impressive, okay? And, uh, hey, I give credit where it's due, right? And we'll get into the credit part later on, but Joe Biden did something that a lot of other presidents have failed to do, and I'm just happy it's being done. Of course, I won't believe it until it's all fully said and done. Um, I won't believe it until possibly a month no, let's say a year after it happens. Um, but let's get into it. Joe Biden is calling for an end to America's longest war. And of course, he's referring to the 20-year war in Afghanistan that we started. Um, everybody knows because the United States was attacked on 9-11. So he's finally ending this 20-year war and I watched the video and Joe Biden uh actually let me see if I can uh play the video here that would be kind of cool because I I think something historical like this you should hear from the man himself let's let's hear what he has to say I'm now the fourth United States president to preside over American troop presence in Afghanistan two Republicans two Democrats I will not pass this responsibility onto a fifth. If we instead pursue the approach where America, U.S. exit, is tied to conditions on the ground, we have to have clear answers to the following questions. Just what conditions require to be required to allow us for, to depart? By what means and how long would it take to achieve them if they could be achieved at all? And at what additional cost in lives and treasure? I've not heard any good answers to these questions. And if you can't answer them, in my view, we should not stay. So, yeah, so that's Joe Biden saying um, the truth, right? Uh, which is, if we can't f come up with a good reason for why we're there, we should not stay. And that's pretty much common sense. And uh, I just can't believe that I'm actually seeing and reading that we are withdrawing troops. And by the way, this is the part where the credit comes in, right? When it comes to leaving Afghanistan, when it comes to ending war, I don't care who does it. I just want it to be done. 
Okay, and uh, Joe Biden doing this, he scored major points in my book uh, for this one action alone. I think it's great. And um, But to say that this was entirely Joe Biden's idea would be inaccurate. Okay, we've been withdrawing troops for the good part of a few years now. Uh, it's been about two, three years we've been withdrawing troops slowly and steadily at a steady pace. So right now we had maybe, um, oh, look at that. The, the current total is closer to $3,500, uh, $3,500, 3,500 American U.S. troops are stationed in Afghanistan. And uh, he wants them to be out by the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So uh, September 11th, of course, of this year. And um, it looks like there are, they've been withdrawing them so fast that it looks like they're going to hit the July 4th, um, you know, uh, deadline. So, so that's cool. Uh, I'm really glad that, you know, we're, we're getting out of there. It's, it's honestly, it's, it's about time that we're getting out there. And um, Joe Biden, uh, you know, it's good to see. It's good to see. These are good moves. And for once, it was a president telling us what we need to hear. But I just hope that, you know, it is entirely the truth. Because Afghanistan, you know, we have a lot of war generals, right, who are advocating for us to stay in Afghanistan. They keep saying it's a huge mistake to leave Afghanistan. Because if we leave Afghanistan, the Taliban will rise again and... The country is just going to destabilize, right? It is a destabilized country. It's being held up by, like, tape, okay? <laughs> glue and tape. And the glue and tape was our military. The glue and tape was, uh, you know, England's military, the Germans' military. It was all of our militaries. We were the tape. We were the glue that held Afghanistan together. And, you know, I was reading some articles that... Uh, the Taliban are inching closer and closer to the mainline cities, and it seems like, you know, the people there are taking up arms now, and they're actually ready and willing to fight for their country. So, I don't know if they're going to win or lose that fight, but we'll see. And you know what? If if those people do win the fight, here's the thing about Afghanistan. It's not all cut and dry, okay? It's not... It's not very clear, the situation in Afghanistan, okay? Because you have former Mujahideen soldiers who are taking arms and fighting against the Taliban, okay? For those of you who don't know what the Mujahideen is, it was an anti-Western group. Uh, and not unlike Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda was a, if I'm not mistaken, Mujahideen group. And, uh, we need to be very careful with that, right? Because these people, I just feel like we're repeating what we did in the eighties, which was basically, you know, we, we armed and we helped the militia group in order to fight off the Russians back then and the militia group ended up being the mujahideen it ended up being al-qaeda right and through doing that we armed 
Osama bin Laden. Literally, we worked with Osama bin Laden to take down the Russians. And because they were a Mujahideen group, and we were very short-sighted at the time, the Mujahideen ended up becoming something bigger. They ended up obviously taking over the country. And we gave rise to the Taliban, and which they harbored. They ended up harboring Osama bin Laden, according to the stories. So a situation like that can arise again. But it is not America's responsibility to stay in a country for forever, okay? One can argue that we destabilized the region. One can argue that we destroyed the region um, because we did, okay? After 9-11, the gloves did come off, and we virtually eradicated the Taliban in one month, okay? It was in less than a month. It was like a couple weeks. They were gone. They were destroyed. So, the idea that we can't defeat the Taliban, I hear some people, I was reading some people saying, oh, it's basically like we're waving, some general said it's basically like we're waving the white flag and saying, we give up, we surrender, the Taliban won. They did not win. We can defeat the Taliban anytime we want. It's a question of what, how many resources we want to pull, right? When we first went into Afghanistan, that war was over in October. Okay, we went in, I think, late September. It was maybe a week after 9-11 or two weeks after 9-11. We went in. We bombed them. We destroyed the country. The Taliban were destroyed, virtually eliminated in October of 2001. So the idea that we're giving up and stuff, totally ridiculous. We need to look out for ourselves, and we need to end the war. And it looks like that's finally being done. Now, here's the problem, though, right? We end one war. And we end up starting wars uh, in other places. They're already talking about uh, upping our military presence in the Middle East. So, you know, they're, they're doing this to please the American people, right? This is what I was talking about yesterday, political points, right? Political talking points. And uh, it's very positive to end the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq because they have a bad rap. Right, we've been in there for twenty years. We can't have that. So we're it's diverting our our attention away from Afghanistan, and we're we're going to be highly distracted. But what's going to happen probably is we're going to be in some other Middle Eastern country. We're not really going to know what's going on because, honestly, Americans are so psychologically tired of war, and. Uh, you know, because it was in the news for the longest of times, it was drilled in our heads that, you know, we're, we're kind of numb to it at this point. I'm not numb to it, but you have a lot of people who are just like, they even forgot we were in Afghanistan, believe it or not. So the question is, is what's going to happen after this? Because we're leaving, right? We're withdrawing troops, but they already confirmed we're going to still do air raids, right? We're still going to bo do bombing campaigns. I mean, we're not entirely out of Afghanistan, but at least, at the very least, we got the soldiers home. So that really, really makes me happy. And I just wanted to, you know, uh, congratulate Joe Biden on that accomplishment. That's a good thing. And um, with that being said... Uh, let's get on to the next topic here. So, you know, I got to go back to Fauci. 
right? I got to go back to Fauci because uh, Dr. Fauci is, you know, I wasn't going to talk about the vaccine. I wasn't going to talk about coronavirus. I wasn't going to talk about any of this, but Fauci came back in the news and um, he's saying he predicts there could be two Americas between vaccinated and unvaccinated zones. So I had to, I had to look into this because I was like, oh God. Fauci's predicting that segregation is coming back in America. Well, of course. Of course segregation is coming back in America. Excuse me, I'm going to have a... What do you call it? What was that politician? That guy? The Cuban, Cuban-America Cuban guy. Marco Rubio. Remember when he had that water moment? When he just like sipped water? He said... That video was so funny. I don't know if you guys remember, but that was like at the Republican convention in like 2012 or so. Marco Rubio, you know how they have those Republicans, those uprising, up and coming uh, politicians uh, do like do a talk, uh, you know, in the middle of the, the convention or whatever. Well, the camera was on Marco Rubio and he was getting so parched that his uh, his throat was all scratchy and he was like, and he just like. He didn't even say excuse me. He just like walked away for a moment and then grabbed the water and was like, it was so funny and it was so weird. Guys, I highly urge you to look it up on YouTube. Uh, just type in Marco Rubio water uh, Republican convention. You'll find it. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, but anyway, Fauci predicts there could be two Americas between vaccinated and unvaccinated zones. So Dr. Anthony Fauci is concerned about the gap of un or the gap of vaccinated and unvaccinated populations as the Delta variant of COVID-19 spreads, saying there could be two Americas. The more contagious and aggressive Delta variant has reached nearly every state and accounts for 26.1% of COVID-19 cases as of Wednesday, according to the CDC. When you have quote, this is Dr. Fauci, when you have I can't even do my Dr. Fauci. Let me see. When you have such... I can't even do it. When you have such a low... low I know why I sound British. I don't understand. Okay, never mind. We're scrapping that because it's a total fail. When you have such a low level of vaccination superimposed upon a variant that has a high degree of efficacy of spread... Oh, God. That sounds like something he would say. <laughs> I want to do the Dr. Fauci voice, but I can't. Okay, what you're going to see among under-vaccinated regions, be that states, cities, or counties, you're going to see these individual types of blips. D guys, I, if I keep doing this, it's because I'm my podcast listeners, you can't see me, but I'm like rubbing my head constantly here. I feel like I'm getting a bald spot because I keep wearing a hat and it like burns. And I don't know what's happening and I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out mid-live stream, but... I just don't want to be bald, right? My grandfather had a full head of hair. Please don't make me bald, okay? <laughs> okay, anyway. Let's start this over again, okay? When you have such a low level of vaccination superimposed upon a variant that has a high degree of efficacy of spread, what you are going to see among under-vaccinated regions, be that states, cities, or counties, you're going to see these individual types of blips, Fauci said. Quote, it's almost like it's going to be two Americas. Vaccination rates among the U.S. population have slowed since mid-April, since the lowest coverage reported among more young adults. Uh, so, oh, God. And, and he's like, Fauci's like, 
This is entirely avoidable, entirely preventable. If you are vaccinated, you diminish dramatically your risk of getting infected and even more dramatically your risk of getting seriously ill. If you are not vaccinated, you are at a considerable risk. Oh, God, they keep drilling it in our heads, heads, heads. Like, oh, guys, I am, I am honestly, who else is finished with COVID-19? I am so done with it. And when I say I'm finished with COVID-19, I don't mean I want to, like, go to, like, COVID-21 or something, okay? Like, I am done with this virus. Like, we need to, we need to get back to normal. That's what we need to do. It's. Like, you guys think I like talking about this stuff? L- let me let me tell you something about me, okay? I hate talking about this stuff. I hate talking about politics. I hate talking about all of this stuff. But am I intrigued by it? Yes, I am, of course. Like, that's why I do this show. Um, but I cannot stand talking about the pandemic all the time. But I have to because... It's our responsibility to expose this information as it comes out. Because if we don't do it, we can fall behind. A lot of the stuff falls through the cracks. Like, let's say you're not paying attention for a good four months. Do you know how much stuff you're missing? Okay? How much they're screwing you over and you're just missing all of it? Like, we have to be careful, guys. So, that's why I do this show. That's why I record these videos. Not because I like talking about coronavirus i don't like talking about coronavirus but i feel it's my duty as an american citizen to let you guys know what's going on um it's it's very important guys this is a great time to plug my my youtube channel to plug my podcast and everything if you're watching this on youtube please help out and and press the subscribe button and, and ring the notification bell and press the like button i need you I need you to freaking smash that like button. I really need you to because what you guys probably don't understand is that YouTube doesn't like me, okay? YouTube doesn't like content like this. They don't want people like me, like, you know, Joe Sixpack uh, talking in his uh, cabin, okay? They don't like people like me talking about the coronavirus. So what they do is they they deploy the algorithm, right? And it works against this video. So this video doesn't get surfaced to a lot of people. So what I need you to do is smash the like button like you mean it. I don't just want you to smash it. I want you to smash it like you mean it. And if you're on Twitch, conversate with me. You know, chat in the live stream. That's great. If you're on Twitch, also we have a Discord. Um, You can see in the link below, I include it on every single video. Join the Discord so we can chat. I want to know who you guys are. Uh, It's good for us to connect. And finally, finally. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever you listen to, if it has a rating system for the podcast, give this podcast five stars, okay? Don't even think about it. Give it five stars and tell Apple why you like the podcast, okay? If you don't like it, well, then fine, give it one star, but don't do that. Please don't do that because it would destroy me, okay? So, (laughs) but yeah, if you guys like what I'm doing, just show, you know, a little bit of support goes a long way. I would really, really appreciate it. But enough, enough with the begging for likes, okay? Let's continue to the rest of this video because we got a, we got a couple more things, okay? Got a couple more things. By a couple more things, I mean one more thing, okay? I'm not going to talk your heads, heads off, guys. Okay. London protesters want to arrest Bill Gates. Ha! <laughs> Okay, so I was like, 
what the heck is all this about, okay? So, protesters in London would like to see Bill Gates behind bars. The demonstrators gathered outside the headquarters of the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation in London on Saturday, chanting, Arrest Bill Gates! Arrest Bill Gates! While it is not immediately clear what crime the protesters alleged Gates committed, or alleged Gates committed, some of the protesters held flags, appearing to show a vaccine syringe with a red circle and a line through it. Uh, and it says this content is not available. Okay. Gates has been an active proponent of mobilizing global resources to distribute the vaccines. And the Gates Foundation website stated the organization's $250, $250 million commitment to assist with COVID drugs and vaccines brought its total contribution towards fighting the pandemic to $1.75 billion. That's how much the Bill and Melinda Gates has into this. Gates and his wife, Melinda Gates, announced their intent to divorce May 3rd. Oh, yeah. Is that supposed to make me feel bad for them? Boo-hoo. Um, more than 30 million people in the United Kingdom are fully vaccinated against COVID-19, representing 46.85% of the country's population, according to the Johns Hopkins University Coronavirus Tracker. Um, that's, about, that's about in line with how many people in America have been vaccinated so the whole narrative that this is like republicans fault and stuff it's like okay how do you explain london okay was donald trump in london i don't think he was okay so that that i just crushed your argument right there i just crushed your argument so don't even don't even come at me bro because i already destroyed you okay we're gonna we're gonna watch this little video here So it's a bunch of people saying arrest Bill Gates. Now, while I admire the fact that, you know, they're out there speaking their mind and stuff, I don't know why, you know, you got to be a little clear with why you want to arrest Bill Gates, okay? Because people driving to work and stuff that are overhearing you talk, they don't know why you want to arrest Bill Gates, okay? They think you're a conspiracy theorist. Actually, I read one article. Uh, I don't know if it's in here or not. They brought up again that people think that there's a microchip in the oh yeah here we go a theory circulated by some holds that gates has used covid19 vaccines to microchip recipients despite insistence from public health officials that the vaccines are safe <laughs> so nobody thinks nobody serious thinks that bill gates has put microchips in the vaccines okay we had that one report from 60 minutes but that wasn't a microchip in the vaccine you know, YouTube actually took that video down because I was trying to clickbait and I put <laughs> I put microchip in the title because that's what they put. That was the headline of the article. OK, so anyway, I'm very stressed about it because, <laughs> you know, it got me a strike on my channel. Uh, so but whatever. But anyway, nobody thinks nobody actually thinks that there's a microchip in the vaccine. OK. I think what people are concerned about is his potential monetary earnings over this thing when everything's said and done, okay? It's very profitable business, vaccines are. And uh, I just don't trust the guy who, you know, got his money through uh, running a computer monopoly company, okay? That's what Microsoft was. 
They were a monopoly in the 90s. That's how he made his billions of dollars. So excuse me for not trusting the guy, you know, when it comes to uh, vaccine production. I mean, vaccines that people have to get, you know, I mean, I just, it sounds like guaranteed money, you know. Follow the paper trail. You will find Bill Gates behind it usually okay now he's like genetically modifying mosquitoes uh he's buying farms he's producing uh potato crops for mcdonald's and you know he knows millions upon millions of people go to mcdonald's and when you go to mcdonald's and you look at their fries on the menu you're not going to think of bill gates okay you're going to think of mcdonald's golden crisp fries and he knows that which is why he's producing potatoes for mcdonald's that's the kind of conniving guy Bill Gates is, okay? He goes into India to help people, but he's really just monitoring uh, monitoring the Indian uh, farmers to see how they grow their crops and stuff. Vendiva, uh, Vendina Shiva has a g- great information on that. You can watch a ton of her videos on YouTube. You can read some of her books. She goes into depth about Bill Gates and what he's doing in India. So listen to her. Don't listen to me. Listen to her, and you'll understand the kind of guy Bill Gates is. So if you want to arrest Bill Gates, we need you to talk about some of that stuff, okay? Because it, it just chanting arrest Bill Gates with a, a syringe with a cross in it, it's not going to do the trick, okay? People, they're going to think you're a conspiracy nut, and you probably are, okay? You probably think there's microchips in the vaccine. It's not helping your cause, guys, okay? Um, but I think... Honestly, there may be a reason why Bill Gates is, uh, you know, why why people want him arrested. It's probably because Bill Gates hosted nude pool parties and got drunk pretty easily. Insider say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, this is a real story, guys. Uh, where is this from? This is Business Insider, okay? It's not like a joke, okay? So apparently in the 90s and the 80s, he was like, he was a party animal, okay? And uh, all of this stuff is coming out that, you know, look at this. Gates himself rounded up the girls and brought them over there. Wallace said, quote, I don't know if he physically transported them or if he just told them where to show up. Uh, Gates was a regular attendee of exclusive after parties. On more than one occasion during nights, he wasn't working his usual 17-hour days. He invited friends and dancers from local all-new nightclubs to swim naked at his Laurelhurst bachelor pad overlooking Lake Washington. Yeah, Bill Gates is a creep. I mean, look at the, look at his face, okay? Guys, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast, it's just Bill Gates doing that sneaky, nerdy smile he always does, okay? All of this stuff is coming out now after we treated him like a like a saint and a savior for 20 years and all of a sudden you want me to believe that he's this bad guy make up your mind guys okay i want to know and i made a video about this on youtube so if you're watching the live stream or if you if you're listening to the podcast go check out youtube check out my video i made a video about bill gates it's titled bill gates what did you do because all of a sudden this guy's being attacked He's being dragged under the rug. All these scandals are coming out. We're hearing that he's he was hanging around with Jeffrey Epstein and his wife didn't like it. Where is all this coming from? This guy was on the global stage. He was hugely campaigning for the COVID-19 vaccine virus. He was a huge uh, you know, proponent of getting everybody vaxxed. And everybody was listening to him. This was the leader. 
when it came to healthcare across the globe for some reason. We're going to listen to the Microsoft guy about vaccines and stuff. Um, I guess because he helped a few people in Africa, we should listen to him. I digress anyway, because this guy, it just something's not right about the whole story, okay? I don't have to be a genius in order to, to see that. I want to know what the heck did Bill Gates do? Hey, if you guys know, you all let me know in the comments. But that is all I have for today, people. I hope you enjoyed this video. I surely enjoyed talking to you guys again. Um, as per usual, click like, subscribe, notification bell, thumbs up, boom, boom, bam. I will see you guys in the next one.